You are now listening to Christine's Corner, experiences and perspectives from a full-time Christian mom, homeschooler of seven children, and a small business owner. Welcome to Dimple Times Radio. I'm Christine, and this is Christine's Corner. I invite you to sit back and listen as over the next hour we will be sharing short stories, reading poetry, sharing Bible verses, and sharing a song of the week, all surrounded by a mix of contemporary Christian music from the 70s and 80s. Today I'm going to talk to you about one of my children who uh, asked me the question, who takes our money up to God? While we were at church one morning, I'd say this was probably about eight years ago, my six-year-old looked at me and asked, who gives the money to God? I said, sometimes we do, and lots of other people do too. She looked at me and said, no, Mom, I mean, who takes it up to him? I think the pastor had said something along the lines of giving it to God sometimes means giving more than we really have. I think she only heard the giving it to God part. It's so cute when they think take things so literally. I guess that could be a part of the faith of a child. Things that we think are just simple thoughts are things we should be taking more seriously like a child may do. There are times I have heard a child pray for God to give them a toy or something that we may think is not very important. I think the Bible verse Philippians 4, 6 says it perfectly. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. God didn't say, only ask for things that we absolutely need. He said, let your request be made known unto him. When you listen to young children pray, asking for something they really want, they are praying in a way that I sometimes think God would want us to when we are praying for things with a fervent heart. We'll be back at Christine's Corner in a moment for Poetic Pauses. Welcome back to Christine's Corner. This is Christine, and now it's time for Poetic Pauses, a time to relax, refresh, and be renewed with inspirational poetry. Some from Dimple Times authors like myself, or Brenda Arledge, or they may be from other poets. This is an acrostic poem. It's called Perfection. An acrostic is a poem or other form of composition in which the first letter of each line spells out a word, a message, or the alphabet. This one is by me, praying for God to improve me, enough so he can use me, rejoicing in my progress through him, for he is the reason for the progress within, enjoying the time I spend with God, careful not to miss a day, thankful for the guidance he gives me, I know with it, without him, I'd go astray, one day at a time is where perfection begins, no perfection can be perfect unless it starts with him. This next poem is called The Poetry Masters. It's by Deborah L. Brown. This is to all the great master poets of art, having the skills, the words, and the smarts, emotions you've captured, the thoughts you provoked, pouring your heart out with pen in your hand, orchestrating your words like no one else can. Elizabeth Browning, Dixon, Shakespeare, and Poe, Twain and Frost, these great ones you know. 
reflecting on their works, which have brought us to tears. Yes, yearning for more, we felt all their fears. Masterfully crafted their words, they can fool. Artist on paper, their pen is their tool. Strategy playing with rhythm and rhymes, touching our hearts and enriching our minds. Experts and masters, their poems live on, reflecting on your memory so now that you're gone. So thanks for your poetry. I leave with this thought. How do I love thee? You can read more poetry in each print edition of the Dimple Times newspaper or online at dimpletimes.com. If you have a poem that you would like that you wrote and would like to have us read or share your poem on our website, please send it to goodnews at dimpletimes.com. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back, and thank you for allowing me to share this time with you. This is the time when I share about homeschooling, something I am very passionate about. When I was in my mid-teens, I loved helping out with babysitting and just loved to be around kids, especially babies. I wanted to do whatever I could to help people out. I think this is the way I was raised, my, because my brothers were the same way. I think it was evident that I loved kids because we have a fairly large family. I always wanted to have a lot of kids, and I used to say as many as God would allow me to have, as long as it wouldn't affect my health or ability to raise my kids, I would love to be blessed with many children. I feel we have definitely been blessed, and I don't take that for granted. When I first started homeschooling, I had two children, and one was about four, and I was about four months pregnant with our third child. At first, it was a little scary, like anything is when you first start something, but mainly because it was something new. As the kids started getting a little older, it became easier in some ways and challenging in other ways. I think some of the hardest challenges are when one of your kids' kids gets really sick. When our first child was about 9, maybe 10 years old, my son was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. This was one of those times that it was very scary. He had just turned four, and we had to go to the hospital, and by this time, our third child was two years old, and our fourth child was only six months old. This made things very challenging, because now we were not only adjusting to another baby, but now we also had to learn how to manage diabetes for a very young child as well. I think this was actually a good thing for us to grow and learn from. We decided early that we were going to incorporate the lifestyle as far as nutrition into all of our lives, and not just Jimmy's. It was hard for us to adapt to him having to take three shots a day. I suddenly had a different role added to wife, mother, and teacher. was a different aspect of nurse, which is kind of a role every mother takes on. Well, any parent for that matter, to some extent. I have learned that you take things as they come and look at the challenges that may seem like mountains in in a more positive way. Take it one step at a time or one prayer at a time. I've always felt that there is nothing God would give me that I could not handle as long as I kept trusting him to show me what to do and get me through. I won't say there aren't or there haven't been bad days where I feel like God either really wanted to test my faith or he thought I was stronger than I was. He always got me through the tough times, but I had to really learn to trust in him and turn my problems over to him. 
One of the things I love about homeschooling is the fact that my kids have learned to handle things together. Things are never going to go according to every plan we have because that is not how life works. But it is in the surprises, accidents, and spontaneous life events that make up our lives. We can learn to grow from life's challenges and see them as blessings. I think that is one of the most important things to learn is how to adapt to unexpected things in life. I am certainly not perfect, what human being is. But if I can learn to incorporate our challenges into lessons of how to build strength and character from them, we have fought and won half the battle. We'll be back in a moment with our Bible verse and song of the week. Thank you for listening to Christine's Corner. Now is the part of the show where we share encouraging Bible verses, including my favorite Bible verse, Joshua 1.9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. The verse of the week I would like to share with you is Psalm 91.6. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Our 70s to 80s song of the week is I Cry, which is published by James Hollihan Music and Tori Taff Music and sang by Russ Taff. I Cry is from the 1989 album The Way Home. Russ Taff was the fourth of five sons, and he would perform songs with his brothers. Russ gained a lot of his recognition from singing as lead vocalist for the Imperials. The song I Cry has sentimental meaning to me. When I was dating the man who is now my husband, he sent me this album. He told me that this song helped him through his rough days in the military. He said he would look at my picture or read my letters and they would be a comfort to him. If you are listening to this on our Dimple Times radio, we are getting ready to play this song for you in a moment. If you are listening to our podcast on dimpletimes.com or on anchor.fm slash dimple-times, we encourage you to search for the song and listen to it online. Thanks again for listening to Christine's Corner on Dimple Times Radio, and may you and your loved ones have a blessed day.
Thank you so much for listening to Christine's Corner. Read more stories and poetry at dimpletimes.com or pick up the newspaper print edition at rack locations in Fairfield, Fayette, Pickaway, and Ross Counties.